Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Everybody, welcome into episode number 575 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the city of Vineland. It's KB and it's Patty Pitts, the people's champ, coming at you on a Sunday into Monday episode where we got a lot to dive into from the fighting Phils, the Philadelphia Eagles, and Pitsy's got some, some rant to do. But we'll get into all of that, but... Before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI on Twitter. There might be a blue check mark next to our name now. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11. On the gram. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way for helping this show continue to grow. Helps more people find the show and find our network as a whole. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast YouTube channel. It's all of our podcasts in one spot. The Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel is all of our video content in one-stop shop form go subscribe be a friend tell a friend we are currently at 560 subscribers trying to get to 600 before the end of october let's make my 30th birthday come in with a bang because i've only got three weeks left of my youth god damn it that's so sad yeah it sucks getting old sucks uh so go subscribe youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia smash that like button ring the bell icon leave a comment down below about anything that Pitsy and I talk and or rant and or yawn about on this episode. And of course, like I mentioned, this episode is presented by the city of Vineland. And the city of Vineland municipal calendar features city organized, city sponsored and city affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at VinelandCity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community. Excuse me. Uh, And get important announcements about programs and services offered by the City. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, what's popping, my brother? See this? See see this? Yeah, fuck that. Okay, there you go. Where to go? Doesn't matter. I'm so upset with with Boston sports right now. Um, you know, it, it, it it's it was nice at the end of 
the monstrosity that I watched to scroll through Twitter and see that there's some hope with the Celtics. So, you know, there's hope there. But um, as you see, you know, I don't have my, my Patriots champion title today. I only want to just be the champ of the peeps, not the Patriot peeps, because uh, the Patriots need to be in a timeout. I'm going to do some ranting about that. Um, fantasy's not going well either. Um, but, you know, I, I, other than that, things are fine. We're fine. I'm fine. I'm fine, Kyle. It's everything's fine. Everything's fine. fine. Everything's fine. You know, we're just doing our, you know, our little cleanse of for October. So because everything's it's fine. Oh, it, oh my! That's literally me. That's me and a Funko Pop. That's that's <laughs> literally it. Uh, we're doing our little cleanse in October. So now I have to resort to Bud Lights to get me by. And because um, there's no it, Kenwood in Pennsylvania or in Massachusetts, I can't get them. That's the other reason why I'm upset because I can't get Kenny's, so I gotta drink this. It, it's it's fine. Everything's fine, Kyle. Everything is fine. Everything's great over here, uh, as far as the company goes, because we've got winning sports teams going on right now. Uh, yeah, dude, I remember those days. They were fun. It was so fun. I was happy. I was smiling. Oh, I, I like. Here's the thing, too. I got asked, so I'm playing. A little uh, insight into the champ of the peeps life. Next week, I am playing in a Ryder Cup type of tournament down in Plymouth for a golf weekend. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited about that, whatnot. Um, I kind of forgot where I was going with that, honestly. I'm just so – bro, I'm not going to lie to you. The Patriots really ruined my mood today. Um, Getting I, shot at home stinks. Dude, getting shut out at home is the worst. Um, you know, it's it's just I oh that was it. Okay, so I'm playing in a ride. There it is. We circle back. So I'm playing in a Ryder Cup next weekend, and uh, my friends went today to practice for it. Um, and they're and I was like, well, the Pats are on. They're like, I'm not watching them play. I want to watch real football. We'll play, and then we'll watch the four o'clock games. I'm like, no, I got to watch the Pats. You know, whatever. I'll watch it with Dickie Pitts. Boy, howdy, was that the worst decision I made all week because that ruined my mood, didn't get to practice, and um, now I'm just pissed off. So, uh, yeah, that's how we're doing. Well, we're going we're gonna to cleanse your brain a little bit because on this Please podcast, do. we all know playoffs take precedent, and it is Red October, baby. Red October is here. It's a beautiful thing, and it's brought to you by our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company, where you can gear up for Red October with some awesome merch that they have. Uh, go check out the Phillies Red October merch that is available at PHI Apparel Company. Go check out that awesome hoodie that is on Mr. Patty Pitts, the Underground Sports Philadelphia collections, where we have new merch coming. I promise you, I know I've been saying this for months, but it is it is getting done sooner rather than later. I promise you that, and it will be on our store hopefully sooner rather than later because we need some new merch. It's been a while since we've had a merch drop. Um, plus, Pitsy, along with, you know, we'll talk about the Eagles in a little bit, but Jalen Carter, big-time sacks today, the Philly Dogs. Oh, the Philly Dogs. That the shirt's Philly so dogs. fuego. That shirt's, shirt's so awesome. fuego. You can get that as well at PHI Apparel oh, Company. They're the best in the game. Gear up for Red October. Gear up for the Birds, the Union, Sixers, the Flyers, everybody. They got merch for you. 
Plus, they got awesome just Philadelphia-centric shirts and hoodies. PHIapparel.co, code underground. You get 10% off any and all merch orders. If you want to support us in a monetary way directly, get merch. We'll repost it when you tag us. We want to see where you're rocking your merch from. PHIapparel.co, code underground for 10% off your order. Pitts, I think I think we got to have a sing-along. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh, 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 oh. The Fightins. We're talking about the Fightins. Said. Said. The Fightin' Phils take game one in Atlanta. And man, oh, man. You know, I talked about it on the last episode. I was at. The clinching game of the wild card. Just a beautiful, beautiful 45,000-plus event at Citizens Bank Park to watch the boys clinch it and move on to the the real round of the playoffs, as people have been putting it. You know, the wild card is all fun and games, but you see who belongs and who doesn't, and the fight and fills certainly belong as they take game one down in Atlanta 3-0 against that mustachioed freak Spencer Strider, and they shut out the Braves 3-0. First time the Braves have been shut out at home since 2021. And the Fightins control their own destiny. Now they steal home field advantage away from the Braves. And on Monday, we've got Zach Wheeler on the mound. And it's a beautiful thing that Zach Wheeler, who is just an absolute dog in the playoffs, is ready to rock and roll. And then we have a chance to clinch to go back to the NLCS at home on Wednesday if we take care of business on Monday. Playoff baseball is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's really it, – it is something. You know one thing I like about playoff baseball? It's, it seems like it, – it's not the intensity or whatnot, but everything just seems more fast-paced. I don't know what it is, but everyone just plays with an, an extra pep in their step. And he, obviously the games have more meaning, but you have more moments that stand out. And it's just that energy. I don't know. I, I haven't experienced it in a long time, but, you know, watching it through you guys and having it on my screen right now, like it, it's nice. It's nice to have that back. It is so much fun and I can't recommend enough. If you have the opportunity and the financial means to do so, Go watch your team play postseason baseball in person. It is very funny watching the ticket prices, like variations from city to city, where like the Twins, when they were playing the Blue Jays in the wild card round, you could go watch them potentially move on to the ALDS for the first time since 2004, 2002 for $33. Tampa Bay Rays, you could have gone to that game for $10. Philadelphia, it was two hundred plus dollars for standing room only. Dude, I it's unbelievable that the Tampa Bay Rays still have a team. Like I don't, it's just that's one thing that boggles my mind, especially when it comes to playoff baseball. That game games should not be attended to for ten dollars, thirty dollars. Like they they should have some meaning. It should. When you have the regular season, like that, sure, but no, postseason exactly. is crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like they have meaning. It's a special game. Like there's, you know, legitimacy to it. And if you're just selling tickets for ten dollars, that's more of a sign that you basically are just begging the people to come, 
where you have a team like the Phillies where it's like $200 and you're like, that makes sense. All right. You know, like, oh, that's a little low. Like, that's a little low for playoff baseball. It's it's insane to me. It's just insane. It was cheaper this weekend to buy a round trip flight and a game ticket to game one of the NLDS in Atlanta than it is to buy a single ticket for game three in Philly. Dude, that 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 shouldn't be a thing. I'm sorry, uh, it, it shouldn't. And as much as and I'm granted, the guy like who would Atlanta, take advantage of it, but the Atlanta the game tickets were like a hundred something dollars, but still, it's cheaper to buy a round trip flight and a ticket to the game than it was to buy a singular ticket. That's to so insane, bro. Citizens That's Bank so Park insane. On Wednesday, um, Ranger Suarez was fantastic in three and two thirds innings, and Philly Rob Rob Thompson. Pulls the trigger, takes Ranger out. Everybody's like, what's going on? Why are we pulling Ranger early? Bullpen shuts it down. Jeff Hoffman, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jose Alvarado, Orion Kirkering, my sweet baby boy. Pitsy, I, I want to run this by you. Orion Kirkering, who I have attached uh, the KB prospect uh, Orion to Orion. Great name. Orion great Kirkering name. is a great baseball name. First Dude, of all. he's a star in his own Which, right. Which, if you don't know me, that's how I base your... That was good. Uh, that's how I base your trajectory as a prospect. I don't care about stats. I don't care about where you're coming. If you have an elite name, you are going to be successful. Dude. Yes. And I want to tell you the prospects I've attached myself to with the fight and fill since their rebuild occurred. Like, based on the name, by the based way. On based name based on the name alone. Good. Okay. Aaron Nola. Good. Yep. I had to. He's from New Orleans, and his last name is Nola. Oh, he's from New Orleans? Yes. That's he's from Louisiana. Like, Game Nola, set match, bro. That was a given, and I saw his major league debut, so I was attached from the start. Alec Bohm was sold. From the moment Dude, I he... saw him and the moment I heard his name, Bohm was our baby. Dude, he hits Bohm's. He yeah, hits boom bombs, it's bro. Booms. Boomers. Booms. Bryson Stott. Immediately in. You're a shortstop and your name's Bryson Stott. It's pretty Game it's, over. That's, yeah, Game I mean, over. He's, he's been playing pretty A okay. Ranger real. Suarez. Yeah, I heard his Ranger. name and I said, he's got to be good. He's a lefty named Ranger Suarez. That's yeah, and, and look at him now. Look at him now, ice in his veins well. always. And now, yeah, Orion Kirkring, who Pitsy, I I wanna I wanna break this down for you because the trajectory of Orion Kirkring is insane. I don't know if you're prepared to hear this because Orion Kirkring this season. He started the year in single A. May 9th, got promoted to high A. July 6th, got promoted to double A. September 18th, promoted to triple A. September 22nd, called up to the Phillies. And on October 7th, he pitched a one-two-three inning in the NLDS. Dude, that just honestly sounds like a dude's road to the show guy. Like you, no one goes, like no one goes that quick 
up the rankings through the farm system. Like that's that's insanity. He was in AAA for one game. Yeah, because you said four days, so like one game makes sense. Dude, were they just like they hit like four home runs, steal three bases? They're like, he, that's it. He's a pitcher. Or he's a pitcher. That's didn't give up four down. home runs. <laughs> to put that down. Strikeout like what do you throw like five strikeouts in two Dude, innings or something? It's like unreal. That's insane. And now he's on one of the best teams in baseball in the postseason, living it up. Pigeon one, two, three innings against Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah, who did he? Yeah, wait, one, two, three inning. Who was the bat? Who were the batters uh, that he faced? Let me see. If you can pull it up, I, I know it's a pretty specific. I'll try to pull that up while we. Yeah, can. but like to have that it's in the bullpen. Ronald Acuna, the, though, the stones the- on that kid to be able to go one, two, three in the seventh inning, high leverage. I think at that point it was two nothing. Uh, well, that's Phillies. close. If That's not close. three nothing, but still, like you're going against historically one of, if not the best team in um in baseball right baseball now. history. Like it's insane. That's elite like it's elite play. It's play elite. It's, it's from elite, elite a rookie play. who has been in the majors since September twenty second. He hasn't even been a major leaguer for a month. Month. He hasn't even been there, but the dude can just ball handle himself. Let's oh, that's insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, it was 2 nothing at that point. So he held it down to... That's insane, dude. Like, it, it, and pitching is so crucial in these playoffs. And you just see it, how much of a difference it is. Oh, shit, that's gone. Is it caught? Never mind. That's just insane. It's insane to have that, so... Yeah, he was unreal... Fightings. This was the game the Phillies had to win. Not necessarily. This is the game that everybody expected the Phillies to lose, I should say. Because it was Spencer Strider on the mound. It was Ranger Suarez pitching. You didn't know how things were going to go. You had to steal one in Atlanta. You figure it's going to be the Zach Wheeler start. But now that the Phillies win this game, have the 1-0 lead in Atlanta, steal home field advantage away with Zach Wheeler on the horizon to pitch game two, you're in full control, and it flips the whole narrative of this series on its head. The big, bad Atlanta Braves lose home field advantage after one game in a best of five. And the Phillies, the way that things set up, have their best two starting pitchers back-to-back in Wheeler and Nola, where now the Braves just used their number one starter and lost. Then they have uh, Max Freed on the mound on Monday against Wheeler, who's dealing with a blister on his finger. And you know how that affects the spin rate on baseballs, everybody. If you have a blister, it can feel fine, but that doesn't mean it's going to be fine when it's time for game time. And then on Wednesday, the Phillies will have Aaron Nola at home with that 45,000-plus home crowd, including yours truly. And the Braves will either have Bryce Elder, who has never pitched in the postseason, or they're going to go with a rookie, like, 20-year-old and go bullpen game in a potential game three clinching situation for the Phils. So my my question is, because you mentioned the starting pitcher, in the playoffs, would you rather have a pitcher, your starter, I mean, go, you know, five, six? Or, or I'll go seven. I'll go seven, not five, six. Or would you rather, rather them go five innings, barely, 
and then just rely on your bullpen. Because it feels like you'd rather go to your bullpen a little bit earlier in the playoffs to rest. Depends your on who the pitcher is. Okay, like fair. Zach Wheeler, I'm totally fine. Like let Wheeler go seven. Let Wheeler okay. go seven. Use your best relievers in eight and nine, and then you're good. And then your bullpen's preserved for the next day, and you don't use everybody in your bullpen. Okay. We're like Ranger Suarez. I love the way Rob Thompson – I forget who wrote the article, so I f- f- forgive me for that, but uh, he said that they managed game one like it was a game seven. So it was like they weren't holding back. Everything was on the table to be used, and that's why Ranger Suarez got pulled early. He didn't tell Ranger when he was going to be taking him out either, which I think is so smart from yeah. a psychology perspective. Absolutely. You're not looking over your shoulder. You don't know when it's coming, and Ranger left it all out there and pitched phenomenally. The bullpen came to play, and they utilized the bullpen across the board from Hoffman to Sir Anthony to Jose Alvarado, Kirkring, Matt Strom, Craig Kimbrell, the whole nine yards. Got it done with the bullpen. Wow, okay. And now, you know, the bullpen didn't really have to pitch in the wild card round either because Wheeler went six and two-thirds. Nola went seven. So you didn't really use your bullpen that much. So you utilized it there. And then some guy like Sir Anthony hadn't pitched since October 1st up until yesterday so he had time off so you had time to use them and then the off day today everybody's going to be at 100 percent because you're not going back to back days because of how the scheduling was going so now your bullpen's all on deck and let's say when when the phillies get things done on monday and they're up 2-0 now you go into wednesday's game with aaron nola on the mound everybody all hands on deck with a day off in between for the travel day you're going for the kill shot. Ranger Suarez can come out of the bullpen and be the nail in the coffin. Yeah, see, that's smart, too. You can go one or two in, in the bullpen. Yeah, I, I like that. I would rather go just use the bullpen. You just reserve the starters. You know I, I, mean? I want your best cool. starters to go as long as they can. It's not really 2019 to 2021 baseball anymore when it comes to pitching where it's like, oh, we got we to gotta get our starter out as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. You saw how that backfired for the Blue Jays against the Twins. They pulled Jose oh, Barrios yeah. out when he was dealing, and then the Blue Jays lose the series. Yeah, it's all about momentum. If he if they're dealing and it's like the sixth inning with two or one out, I mean, you let him go. You got you got to let him go because then if you throw him off, if you take him out, then that just throws off the entirety of the whole half inning or whatever. And then you're bringing a guy in who is just trying to save, and then they get him off. I don't know. I. You got to ride the vibes as weird and cliche as it sounds, but you really have to just play in that way and having your best guys do that. I'm a fan of I, I agree with you in that regard. And I mean, like Hoffman pitched to one batter in this game. Sometimes that's just the case. Got in, one in out playoffs. And, and was good to go. Um, and now, you know, Spencer Strider unavailable because he pitched in this game, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Bring him out of the bullpen and, and potentially waste him. If, if it does go to a game four, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So the Phillies have everything going their way right now. And I'm just stoked for Monday. Like Monday's going to be unreal. It feels like Braves fans have kind of given up from everything I've been reading on Twitter and replies to things. It's like same old Braves, same old song and dance. We do it in the regular season. Can't finish in the postseason. Like Braves fans feel like they've just, they're waving the white flag. Well, it's because they face the Phillies. They haven't beat the Phillies in a playoff series. And God knows how long so. ever, ever, ever. Not gonna okay. It, not, not going to win. Okay. Not going to win. 
but it's oh okay ever i thought it was i i just forgot the time frame but it wow ever that's ever. crazy to me that's oh wow god get better jesus ever. that's that's tough that's tough i didn't know that we got to talk about the double play that was turned to trey turner to bryson stott to bryce harper did you see this double play i think i did if um it, there was an under like I don't want to say underhand, but like a side, like submarine side to... toss from like forty yards out. Yeah, that's what. It was, yeah, from Trey and then, to Bryce, and then Bryson lasers to Bryce Harper for the second out. That was sick. Yeah, that double play that was double play sick. was magnificent. I've never seen Trey Turner so hyped up in his life. There's a side angle of Trey going like yes, like mm-hmm. celebrating, and then uh, Pat Egan, who works for 97.5 The Fanatic, did a like layered video. The Trey Turner to Bryson Stott to Bryce Harper double play was damn near equivalent and the same exact motions as Rollins to Utley to Howard when the Phillies clinched the division back in the day. Same exact play. We we love those comparisons. We it love was, those similarities. It was like such like chills came over my body when I watched that. Um, Phillies also in this game stole five bases. A franchise wow. record for stolen bases in a postseason game. That's one way to really throw the opposing team off the trail. Is just that comes after going. JT got thrown out trying to steal, and the Braves tweet a highlight clip. Don't run on Murph, Sean Murphy. <laughs> Dude, you can't be. Do- to, which, like- to which the Phillies proceeded to steal five bases after that clip was posted. Dude, you can't like you can't be posting that stuff because once you post it, then it's just gonna come back and backfire on you. Like it was so funny. It was so funny. And then they had nothing else to tweet because they couldn't score runs. And then they just tweeted the final score. That's on my top of that. favorite. Dude, <laughs> that is my that is my favorite thing from social media now. Are when the teams lose. And there's no like we'll get him next time, no caption or anything. It's just it's just final, final. score. Just no graphic, final. nothing. No graphic, just final score. That's it. Oh, it's the best, dude. It's, it's so like look at two my veins. Um Braves fans, don't be absolute morons throwing trash on the field too after the catcher's interference call was upheld rightfully yeah, can so you, can you explain that to me because i tried to watch a video on it but it was too john boy did a phenomenal breakdown of it okay um, it, didn't, it didn't make sense we me. tweeted it out shout out to john boy the goat uh mm-hmm. of these types of breakdowns so brave stands first of all fuck you stop throwing shit on the field there's it's pathetic grow up it's not the Get 90s it's um, wcw but so what happened was both catchers like like the fact that Sean Murphy wasn't like contesting it and saying like oh that didn't happen like that was my first clue something happened the fact that the umpire heard something to say that happened boom and JT the camera angle on TBS which I I might have to say for another podcast which is how bad the TBS broadcast was um didn't have the proper camera angle. I don't know how John Boy got the angles that he got, but the the laces on Sean Murphy's glove, like the the laces that kind of like dangle off of your glove when you yeah, tie yeah, up yeah. everything, caught JT's bat. JT's bat hit the laces that were dangling off of the glove, and by the rule, 
those laces are part of the catcher's mitt, so it's catcher's it's interference extension. if the yeah. bat hits it or the glove hits the bat with those. Okay. John Boy separated the audio, and there's two spikes in the audio, and that is the bat and the laces hitting each other. And he cuts to Sean Murphy talking to Nick Castellanos when they're reviewing it, and Castellanos is like, like, did you hit him? And he's like, I didn't feel it, but I heard it. I heard it. Oh, okay. So, so that's why he it. wasn't like contesting anything, and it's like that's what the umpire heard. He heard that noise, mm-hmm. which led to the catcher's interference and led to a run being scored. Yeah, because if you're because you if you're catching it and it hits the laces, you're not gonna feel that. It's it's kind of off the glove, but you can definitely hear when a contact of that is made. And if the, it, you make a good point of. If the catcher or if the player's not arguing it, you probably shouldn't be getting that upset about it either. So, exactly. So that was the whole catcher's interference thing. Uh, we'll post the, we'll rebump the clip when we put this episode out. Um, but great job by John Boy breaking that down, and good job by the ump, and good job by Sean Murphy for not being a, a dumbo and mm-hmm. say, oh, nothing happened because it did. And even if you take that run away, Braves fans. The Phillies still beat you two nothing. Yeah, it's good sportsmanship by by Sean. It's not like, like the Braves scored two runs to then make it a, a tie game if that yeah. doesn't happen. And you got shut out, you doofuses. Yeah, you got shut out. You need to put runs in the board if you want to win. Uh, so it'll be Zach Wheeler and Max Freed on Monday night, six oh seven p.m. start. Very excited. Playoff baseball is like going to war. And it is just you live and die with every pitch, Dude, and I just love it. You strap in. I was screaming at my TV last night. Every pitch, you're living and dying. Bryce Harper's home run last night was phenomenal too. Don't let that go understated. Um, just a great job all around by the team. Total team effort to get that done, and now we're controlling our own destiny, especially because in the other National League. Division Series matchup. The Diamondbacks absolutely shellack the Dodgers. 11-2, to yeah, I believe, bro. was the final score. And I'm just saying, if the Phillies do their job and do what they're supposed to do, and the Diamondbacks somehow find a way, the Phillies would have a home field advantage in the NLCS. Because the Diamondbacks are the sixth seed, and the Phillies are the four seed. Wow. Imagine Dude. the Phillies having a home field advantage. Just like NLCS. we did last year. Just That's like we did insane. last year against the Padres. Oh, and it's another NL West team. Yep. I don't know. Now we go through the Braves. Insert NL West team here. And you know who the... we had to go through in the first round? Skip Schumacher, manager of the Marlins, who famously scored the only run against Roy Halladay in 2011 in the NL Division Series against the Cardinals that we lost that ended up ending the run for the Phillies. Oh, that's that's nice poetic justice. So there's like Cardinals like we had last year. Cardinals connection. Now we got the Braves CC. again. And then either way, it's an NL West opponent. Dodgers or or Diamondbacks. It's funny how history repeats stuff like that. And then it's you funny. know who's still in the fucking American League playoffs? The fucking Astros. Carlos Correa. Yep. <laughs> he's still he's still here. He's still, he's still in the here. Playoffs. He's still here. <laughs> 
You know, the, the Twins, I'm watching right now. Twins are beating up on the Astros right now. That's we love huge. to see it. Huge. Massive. It's massive, bro. Um, so, yeah, that series could potentially be 1 1 by the end of the night. And then the Texas Rangers. They are whopping the Orioles. Whopping. Orioles made a valiant attempt at a comeback today, but lose both games at Camden Yards is tough. That's that you can't lose two at home, man. That and that's that to me is just the pure experience of postseason baseball shining through from Bruce Bochy as the manager of the Rangers. Oh, to yeah. have a future Hall of Fame manager who won three World Series with the San Francisco Giants that absolutely ripped my heart out and spit on it in my childhood, in my formative years. Um, that that shines through when you're playing against a team who is collectively made up of a lot of young, talented players who got called up this year or rookies, and you have an inexperienced postseason manager as well. Not that the Orioles' manager is bad, but he doesn't have the postseason experience like a Bruce Bochy, like a Dusty Baker does in Houston, and like Rob Thompson does for the Phillies. Like I think those three managers you've seen – the way that managing comes into play and why it's important in the playoffs, mm, especially with those three, because even dating back to when Rob Thompson was a bench coach for Joe Girardi in New York, when they won their singular world series, but they were consistently in the mix and getting to the playoffs. That playoff experience helps you when you're in those moments. And like the game against the Braves on Saturday night that the Phillies pitched was a masterclass managerial performance by Rob Thompson. Every button he pushed was correct, and it was just brilliant. Dusty Baker in game one, very brilliant against the Twins. We'll see what happens tonight. And then Bruce Bochy has been phenomenal all playoffs uh, against the Rays and now against the Orioles. I mean, that's where managerial experience comes into play is these high-leverage, high-intensity postseason matchups. Yeah. Yeah, I agree from what I've seen. Um. So we'll see what happens in the. I mean, playoff baseball is just so much fun. Like it is so much fun to watch. It, it is like yesterday I was fully in Phil's mode, and then I was like the Larry David uh, meme where it's like I gotta focus. I'm shifting into. Yeah, I'm you gotta focus. Into, I'm shifting into birds mode today, and now I have shifted completely back into Phil's mode. Yeah, you're just I'm, like, I'm like a chameleon, dude. You come in. Oh my, speak. Oh, never mind. I thought it was gone. Yeah, you're just a chameleon when it comes to Philly sports right now with this time. You got October baseball, Philly. Like, you're just quantum jumping. Yes. Just that's really what it is. You're just quantum jumping fan bases. It's literally awesome. like October the last two years has been so much fun. And I love it. And I need it to be like this for the rest of my life. That'd be wishful thinking. It is just so be. fun to have good teams to root for, to watch them, to live and die with every play, be on the edge of your seat, and, like, unlock what, like, true fandom is all about. Um, And it has just been so much fun with the Phils. I can't wait for Wednesday at 5.07. Going to be back at Citizens Bank Park. I also have to say, because I was there last Wednesday, obviously, when we clinched for the wild card. Baseball needs to revert back to opening up the park early. Normally it has now been like 90 minutes or 60 minutes before first pitch, depending on the park. Dude, they opened Citizens Bank Park last Wednesday. First pitch was 8.07 or 8.08. 
808 okay. was first pitch. They opened breaks. the gates at 538. Well, that's beautiful. You got to walk around. There that's were beautiful. no lines for food. You went right through the food lines. Everybody was getting what they needed. You sit down, you eat. You go to the store, see all the new playoff gear and merch and everything. Maybe pick something out that you want. By the time my mom and I got done walking around the concourse, eating, looking in the stores that we wanted to look in, we still had an hour before first pitch. That's awesome. It was and that's great. A, that's a, and that was a great time, too, to sit there, see the pregame festivities. We got in. Excited. We got to see the Marlins have batting practice. Oh, wow. Oh, that's... I haven't that's, seen a batting practice since I was a teenager. Yeah, I haven't seen batting practice in a while either. That's and that's what the thing is. If you if you have that time, you get to go in and then you're sitting down and you have an hour left. You still get to see the pregame festival. You get to see everything going and then you get hyped in. You don't have to worry about waiting in lines and whatnot. Lines are the worst, dude. So that's that's great. it was great. That's, and I'm like, so happy for everyone's it. been taking pictures of the lines that are typically like out the wazoo, like chickens mm-hmm. and Pete's and Tony Luke's and everything. They're empty during the game. Wow. Nick has everyone's on the wife. Everyone's in their seats on edge watching Ready the game. To go. Ready to Jess go. Castellanos, Nick's wife, tweeted uh, during game one. She went in line, got a beer, came back. She was through the line in 30 seconds wow. and back to her seat. Didn't miss anything. That's awesome. Everyone's locked the fuck in at the bank, bro. It's so nice. It's great. It's, 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 it's so awesome. awesome. Like, playoff baseball, there's nothing like it. Um, so, yeah, Phil's have a quite the positive run differential right now, too. Unfortunately, they're not calculating it like they do for the regular season. On yeah, the we get it. We but, get it, guys. It's but not... looking at what the Phil's playoff run differential is right now, Pitsy, uh, you got Phils have a plus twelve run differential in the playoffs. They've scored fourteen, only surrendered two. Ooh, it's pretty. It's that's pretty, pretty positive. Good. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty damn good. That's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, you know what I'm I like that. I like uh, that. I like that a lot. I like that a, a lot, lot there, boys. I like a lot. Um, so, yeah, playoff baseball is here. Obviously, follow us to keep up with everything playoff baseball-wise. Let's let's shift into NFL mode, Pitsy. I, 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 I don't you, – you know what? We'll shift into Eagles mode. How about, Shifting into how Go about, Birds mode. Yeah, because – NFL, that's a touchy subject right now, hence why we have a different power rankings today. Um, you know, uh, I'll talk about the Eagles with you, you know, all you want, because I got to watch that game after, you know, the pure just whatever the fuck you want to call happened at Gillette Stadium. And, um, Kyle, the difference in play is just it breaks my heart so bad it just breaks my heart to see a team like the patriots go down this road and then you flip on the tv at 425 and you see both eagles and rams just playing basic football completing passes or you know just playing good football and it's it's sad that's just all it is it's sad it's fun being 5-0, and and it's brought to you by our pals over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia that are now in New Jersey. 
Get to Massachusetts. Come on. Go to the go to the Kenny Tracker at Kenwoodbeer.com. See who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, and Maryland areas. It's the best. Pitsy, you've had Kenny's in your it's life. It's good. Man. It's very good. I like Kenwood Beer. I would like to have a Kenwood beer in my hand, but I don't I can't go there. Kenny's are elite. They are the best in the game, and uh they've been a longtime supporter of the pod and uh it's just 4.1 percent abv 120 calories eight grams of carbs gotta be 21 or older to do so and of course please drank responsibly the birds are five and oh they beat the rams in a game where i was way more less on edge watching the fight and fills in game one of the nlds than i was in this football game uh they win 23 to 14 and they beat the rams on the road Five and zero, and that's all that matters. They are still one of two undefeated teams as of this recording. The 49ers are playing while we're recording right now. It's looking pretty good. I'll say that they're it's looking pretty good for them. Too. And uh, the Eagles haven't even played their best football yet, and they're five and zero. The Eagles, they just look good. It's just you have a complete offense. You know, finally, it's just nice to. See DeAndre Swift. I think that is one of the things. You gotta that get I Swifty. Oh, you're getting oh, you're, yeah. You're you gotta get Swifty. Swifty in Philly. It's dude. That's it's, the video clip that we tweet whenever he scores. By the way, absolutely should. Dude, absolutely should. Swifty. Dude, you gotta get Swifty, and it's nice to see him play well. I've been. You want to hear this tragedy though? I forgot to play AJ Brown today. I don't know why he was on my bench. I don't know he's why. He's open. He is always open. Problem is, he's not doing a lot on my bench. And I think the issue is, I don't know what happened. I think someone went in my sleeper app and, and put it away. I got to get an open sign for the studio. You do. And just, just point to it. Because he's like, always open. He's always open, bro. He's always open. Big win, though, against the Rams. It was, it's a big win against a solid football team. Yeah. Like a it's good. A, it's a, it's a Football good win. Team. The Rams, I would say, are a borderline playoff team this year, depending on how the wild cards fall. Yeah. Um, but to stay five and zero at this point is huge, especially when you go on the road again next week against the Jets, who are just frisky. They're always frisky. Uh, they went today before you come home to play arguably your toughest game to date against the Dolphins. Oh, that's gonna be a tough one on Sunday that's night football in the Kelly Greens. Uh, and then before the bye, and then you go to Washington and then home against Dallas and then bye week before the bye week post bye week gauntlet begins of chiefs, bills, 49ers, Cowboys. Oh my God. Yeah. You need, you need to get it. You need to finish up until a bye week nine with. Yeah. At the worst. Eight, eight and one, one. yeah, yeah. That these are games that are very should beat the, for the Jets. Eagles. Yeah, you should beat the Jets. At, uh, wait, at MetLife, yeah, beat win yeah. them. Doesn't matter. Uh, Dolphins is going to be interesting. You'll get a real test there, but it, you're at but home. The defense, so. but the de- like that's the thing. It's the offense with the Dolphins. Yeah, where they're sick. It's their defense that they're just good. Mm-hmm. They're just good, you know. So. And we're at home, and we're in the Kelly Green, so it's going to be rowdy. Yeah. Uh, and then you go to Washington. 
That'll be a tough game. Should be a win. Should That's going to be. be a tough game. That's going to be a tough game for you. The Commanders have been playing really well this year. I mean, with Sam Howell and that whole new offense, dude, like I – and do we – you play him already, right? Yeah. And it was close. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's, but overtime. In overtime. That's the thing. So you already have that in the back of mind that you, you went to overtime with them. It's not going to be an easy game. And this is a massive win to sweep the season series mm-hmm. before the bye. Like, that is that is a huge, huge momentum shift heading into your bye week. Yeah. I mean, beating your division is huge, especially in the NFC East. Um yeah. And then, obviously, you have the Cowboys after, which is going to be interesting because I personally think the Cowboys are very fraudulent offensively. Defensively, they're still very solid, very good. Obviously, you take a hit when Trayvon Diggs goes out, but, um, you know, just in the interception department. But the thing about the the Cowboys defense is they're beatable because Micah Parsons doesn't stop the run. He's a pass rusher exclusively. He can't Mm -hmm. run block. He can't run stop. Um, So, I mean... I feel good about the Eagles, especially after this win. Jalen Hurts was running the ball in a phenomenal way, threw for over 300 yards. Um, Got to get Devontae Smith a little more involved. Like the the appeasing your receivers when they feel like they're upset. Can't do it. You just got to spread the ball evenly around. Uh, it was good to see Dallas Goddard get very involved in the offense today. Great to see Hassan Reddick with back-to-back sacks to end the that game effectively. Dude, um, hey, Dallas sack. fans, Hassan Reddick, he's not quiet this year. Suck on that, fuckers. Not um, this year. I thought not that uh, Bradley Roby had a phenomenal game. First time in this defense. The Eagles signed him earlier in the week um, to play that, that nickel corner, that slot corner position with the injury to Avante Maddox. Matthew Stafford was two for four for negative four yards when targeting anybody in Bradley Roby's uh, vicinity. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, Jalen Carter threw Matthew Stafford around like a rag doll today, had two massive sacks. Massive. He's got three and a half sacks in his first five games as a rookie. Talk to me, defensive rookie of the year. Um Brandon Graham still has it. And I mean the Eagles did all this without Fletcher Cox in the mix too, which was huge. Um Tush Push is undefeated. Dude, that's my favorite. I I, I gotta go on a little bit of a rant here. The haters are sick. Yeah, and you would expect me to be a hater of it, but dude, it's not illegal. It's a way to get a touchdown or get the first down. And if it works and you have a high per- high percentage of it, then do it. Uh, I saw a stat that the Tush Push QB sneak is a higher conversion rate than all other teams running a QB sneak in the entire league. It's like 92% conversion right rate. now, shut on the like, lights. Dude, that's it's ridiculous, dude. If you get these, if you get That's to what one, Jason and Travis Kelsey call their podcast uh, listeners, the 92%ers. That's funny. That's all right now. All right now. It's like that's if if you get to the goal line, if I'm the Eagles and you're on like the two, I wouldn't even do any other play. I would just as soon as you get there or like a fourth and one, third and one, just do it. I don't care because it's so successful. Why are you going to go away from it? Yeah. And I mean, it's legal. I love that Nick Sirianni was dunking on the media 
post game when they were asking just absolutely stupid questions. Uh, I was like, go off, King. As somebody who's been in press conferences before, you've been in collegiate press conferences before. Yeah, like, question. don't ask stupid questions that oh, you already know the definitely. answer to. Like, oh, it drives me nuts. It was great to see Sirianni just absolutely dunk on them. Um, yeah. But overall, you know, the Eagles got the job done. They need to fix their red zone offense in a big way. They're ranked coming into this game. They were ranked 24th in red zone efficiency. That's not good. That's not going to get it done, especially when you're playing the big dogs like the Dolphins, like the Cowboys, like the 49ers, the Chiefs, the Bills that are upcoming on your schedule. You need to be effective in the red zone. Um, so Brian Johnson has to figure that out big time uh, because the red zone was atrocious again today. Um, but again, good to see Dallas Goddard get involved. Good to see the run game continue. Jalen looked phenomenal. There's a couple decision-making issues there that you, you want to see fixed, and I'm sure he will fix them. Um, A.J. Brown was huge in this one, and the defense finally got some pressures and a great job by Sean Desai in the second half to adjust the defense and shut down the Rams and shut them out in the second half. Yeah, huge. It was huge. I mean, it was just the – like. It's just a complete team right now. It's just complete. That's all. That hasn't That's even all. played their best complete game yet. That's insane to me. It's like you look, you me. look at every Eagles game this year so far. That game against the Patriots, that was you know a couple of feet in bounds away from possibly going the other way. You look at uh, the following week against the Vikings. You were up big, and then you let the Vikings kind of creep back in. And you win by six. Tampa Bay game, it wasn't complete but you still won, and I think that was the best performance overall. Um, and Jalen Hurts was dealing with flu-like symptoms in that game, and you win 25-11. to 11. Yeah, his flu game, baby. Commander's game was was stressful. You win in Divisional. overtime. Divisional. And the it, commanders it, always are always pesky against us for whatever reason. And right, then this yeah. game, not complete whatsoever, but you get the job done and you move on. You're 5-0. and 0. Um, We're hoping that, you know, the Cowboys lose this game. That'd be huge. It's looking pretty good, dude. This, to this, to oh my god, they do. They just. I here's the thing. I don't even think it's the Cowboys that look bad in this game. The Niners just look so good. They look so good. And I was someone who was not on the Niners bandwagon to start the year, but after watching this game, like Brock Purdy is killing it. They're just moving the ball downfield so easily, and the Cowboys just have no answer offensively. To, to even counter them. I mean, the Niners defense is still, like, top three in the league. It's absolutely insane, dude. Like, 28 to 10 right now. And the Niners have no no sign of stopping or letting the foot off the gas. Yeah, it's huge. Um, 49ers have been a well-oiled machine. And uh, I can't wait for the Eagles to make the well-oiled machine decompose on december 3rd um but i mean that's that's where the eagles are right now they're five and oh and that's what matters that's the main thing the main thing stays the main thing as jalen hurts always says and the main thing is winning you get the job done um as you go on the road against the jets next week and hopefully keep the main thing the main thing there um but across the nfl some interesting games this week i would say uh that occurred this feels like the first week, too, that uh, we've had back-to-back -back London games for the same team. Yeah, Jaguars. Jaguars go back-to-back -back in London. 
Um, and they get it done 25-20 against the Buffalo Bills. Maybe the Jags should just stay in London. Maybe they should just stay in London. They have so much success there. Shout out Dougie P. The Bears double up the Commanders on Thursday Night Football, too. 40-20. That was a big win from the Bears. DJ Moore just absolutely took over that game. It's it's unbelievable. What do you have, like 250 yards? And three touchdowns. Yeah, like, ridiculous. Colts ridiculous. hang on to beat the Titans 23-16 to on the back of Gardner Minshew because Anthony Richardson got hurt again. Um, yeah. Shout out to my boy Gio. Happy birthday to the young boy. He was at Happy the birthday. game today. I um, saw it. It was awesome. His sister was uh, Mini Blue. How they have like the inflatable mascot. Oh, she was that? She was Mini Blue today. I thought that was oh, so that's, dope. That's really cool. That's really cool. The Pittsburgh Steelers 17-10 to over the Ravens. So yeah, that's a weird win. Yeah, because at one point it was ten to five. <laughs> Dude, Steelers just find a way to win, man. Mike Tomlin, most underappreciated coach in the NFL, hands down, dude. Uh, your Lions effectively double up the uh, the Panthers, forty-two twenty-four. Motor City Kitties, baby. Let's fucking ride, dude. Anyone who is hating on Jared Goff can just suck a fat one. I am so over all the hate that Jared Goff gets. And finally, finally, he's getting the praise that he deserves. And get get this, Kyle. Kyle, do you know who didn't play today? Do you know who didn't play today? Everybody. I'm on Ron St. Brown. He was out. The uh, rookie sensation, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, my ass rookie sensation. Well, a a legend. It's a legend. Allegedly. Okay, because they have David Montgomery. Anytime he gets a run for five yards, Dan Campbell's like, get him out. Get him out of here. Throw him out. Dude, it's like taking your Ferrari out for a drive, and then before you get in the the highway, it's like, "Ah, let's go back in the garage. Like, that's all it is. I have Jameer Gibbs in fantasy. I traded, get this, I traded Jameer Gibbs in fantasy for Christian McCaffrey in a first-round pick. That is, without a doubt, the best trade I've ever done in fantasy football. That atones for your sin of trading Travis Kelsey last year. Oh, my God, I totally forgot I did that. I'm so, I totally forgot I did that. <laughs> Just straight uh, up, what an idiot you are. The Falcons hang on and beat the Houston Texans 21-19. to CJ Stroud might be legit. Oh, he's I told my I told Dickie Pitts to watch out for him. He I, might be the first Ohio State quarterback to be legit. I mean, he's just poised. Like he just makes the right decision. He set the record for most completions without an interception to start a career. Broke That's Dak insane. Prescott's record, which was previously held by Tom Brady before it was Dak. Yeah, well at least he broke Dak Prescott's record. Yeah, thank you. Well, goodness. let's let's go with that. Like he broke Dak Prescott's record. The Dolphins beat the Giants 31-16. to Daniel Jones left that game with a neck injury, did not return. Hopefully he's okay, obviously, from a human standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Giants Absolutely. losing out on their $40 million plus dollar per year man. Uh, that's tough. Just have Saquon. Just, just have Saquon run it. It's okay. Bengals get back on the winning track 34-20 to against the Cardinals. Shout out to Kayvon Wallace. Got his first career interception for the Cardinals, and Zach Ertz scored a touchdown. Uh, for the Cardinals, but the Bengals beat Jonathan Gannon, who was being absolutely getting his dick sucked this week by Cardinals Twitter, and it's like, guys, 
Jonathan Gannon was the reason the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Let's not put it past us that Jonathan Gannon was not the reason that the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl. And the fact that the Eagles defense is a little different this year does not mean Jonathan Gannon did not deserve to be moved on from. He stinks. He's going to stink. And will always stink. You got doubled up by a team that was struggling to score points and they put 34 on your domes. Get out of my face. Uh, like we mentioned, obviously, Birds win 23-14. to Jets in the Nathaniel Hackett Bowl win 31-21. to The Broncos are terrible, bro. They're awful. I have to make a confession. Kyle, I started Zach Wilson in the Fantasy League this week. Over Derek Carr. There was some home. There was definitely some bias uh, in that start. Not a bad start, though. Okay, he didn't play that bad today. That one pick to add, that he had that almost cost him the game or whatnot—that was a little scary. But I, I am potentially pulling a one eighty on Zach Wilson. Potentially. Jets win 31-21. I, and I love that because now the Jets are going to be riding high off the Nathaniel Hackett win when the birds That's come to true. town and kick them right in the teeth. Uh, Chiefs hang on to beat the Vikings 27-20. Travis Kelsey got injured in this game but came back and scored a touchdown. Hopefully he's okay. Shout out to the boy. Uh, and right now as we're recording this, pretty much end of the third quarter, 49ers up 28-10 to on the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys, man? End of the third quarter and they're losing. Oh, music to my ears. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff there. Uh, and also beautiful stuff that T.O. dunking on San Francisco radio this week, telling him that Eagles fans are the best fans that he's ever played for. Um, love that. Love that. And, I mean, you look at the standings across the NFL. I think in the elite tier of teams, we can kind of categorize it. Dolphins are in there. At Chiefs, this point, yes. Chiefs are in there still at four and one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't put anybody from the AFC North right now. No, not in the not in the Alika, no. Um, and not really anybody from the AFC South. Although the Jaguars are like hovering around there, but you can't lose to the Texans. few more games. Few more games, and if they keep playing the way they are, I mean, Calvin Ridley has been the star of that team this year so far. Yep. Uh, and then in the NFC. I would say Lions are are like right there. I want to number see one. one. I want to see one more game from them, like to really put it in perspective that like they are legit, legit. And I'm not saying they aren't. Like you beat the Chiefs and you beat the Packers at Lambeau. That's huge. Um, but I mean, the rest of their schedule. Who else have they played this year? I mean, the Panthers stink. The Falcons yeah, stink. Just... That Seahawks game was tough. If they would have won that. That's their kryptonite. That's what I, my my new thing with the Lions that if they're gonna play the Seahawks every year, it's gonna be that out of divisional. You know, same if they can go down to Tampa next week and beat the Buccaneers in Tampa, I'll be like, all right, cool. Because yeah. like Tampa's been good this year. Look at what Baker Mayfield can do with, with a, a competent coach. And yeah, players. it's nice. It's nice, isn't it? It's nice what a quarterback can do with competent coaching and good players, Kyle. You know, it's it's so different. Um, it's yeah. So, yeah no. Lions, Lions are legit, but I'm not putting them in the elite tier yet because I want to see. You them know what? Like, I fair. I wouldn't put them elite, but like, good. they're legit. They're I'll they're very good. 
Same thing with the Bucks. Like they're very good this year, but obviously you saw like the talent gap between them and the Eagles when they played. Forty mm-hmm. no, ers are are elite, and the Eagles are in that elite tier for me as well. Yeah, there's there's just not none of yeah. I'm Pitsy. I know it was tough uh, getting shut out at home, and you have a different spin on your yeah power rankings this week it's brought to you by dubby energy official energy partner of underground sports philadelphia pitsy i know you're going to be energized during this uh this power rankings here and dubby's going to be a big reason for it uh it's all natural energy they've got great flavors that is absolutely delicious you're not going to have that crash or the jitters dubby keeps us energized in the underground studios office uh and everywhere all of our remote sites as well between you deej everybody deej loves the blue raspberry the the big energy tears a blue raspberry is good blues i had it i had a little bit mine's the uh what the galactic the fruit punch one oh the uh the galaxy it's grenade like galaxy grenade thank you that that the was my favorite watermelon yeah. lime yeah dude that was so good i love the oh, white man. mango or the the white peach mango the mm-hmm. one that i have right in front of me for product placement, bang. Hey, hey, there we go. It's beautiful. Coffee fruit extract is the main ingredient for the caffeine. It's all natural. Go to W.GG and use code underground for 10% off your order. Pitsy, I'm going to set the stage here. Yeah, you know, we're going to put the title away because uh, I need to uh, a little rant here. So... We're not doing the power rankings because as Kyle and I just went through, we know who's elite and we we know who's not. And one of those teams or one of those players, I would even say, that's not elite, Mac Jones. Um, I've had it. I've had it with Mac Jones and the Patriots right now. So I thought that my spin this week, and you saw my video on Twitter, go to Underground PHI on Twitter to check out uh, how they broke me. And I just thought, you know, we need to replace Mac Jones. I have some ideas here on my pad, my Pitts pad of paper that I would like to share with you guys. So uh, we're going to go at number 10. Hold on. For... Let me, tell me when to hit your music. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so into it. Um, So we got this week top 10 Mac Jones replacements. Kyle, hit that music. And I'm going to wait for the P2 drop. Number 10, Tom Brady, all right? He left. He owns the Raiders. But, like, you can't just give him a call. He's seeing the stupid play that's being uh, that's on the field right now. You don't think he'd want to save the team that gave him everything? Bring Tom Brady back. That's my guy at number 10. Number 9, SpongeBob SquarePants, okay? Literally, this fictional character would be better than Mac Jones because he's a sponge. He, he gets hit. He doesn't feel anything. He can run through everybody. He just absorbs all the contact. It's incredible. And number eight, in more serious note, Gardner Minshew. I don't know why he isn't a starter in the league already, and he would be a perfect fit in New England. I, I might be a little hard right now with Anthony Richardson being injured to get him over into New England, but if you can make it happen, do it. Uh, another kind of serious one, Cam Newton. What's he doing? All right. Before COVID, he was incredible for the Pats and kind of showed promise that he could be that guy. Um, 
And honestly, at this point, I'd rather Cam Newton over Mac Jones. And I know you would too. Uh, number six, dude, the GOAT, Pablo Sanchez. The dude can do everything. Hit home runs, score goals. Why not just put him as the face of the Patriots offense and just have him run the ball, whatever. Um, and then number five, a more serious note, uh, any 2024 quarterback draft prospect. I don't care who it is. You could be the first overall pick because the Patriots have three. Why not trade up? And you can go get Caleb Williams. Or we just kind of revert back and go seventh round guy who ends up being our star for the rest of the, you know, 20 years. Uh, number four, Malik Cunningham. I don't know why this dude, we saw him in the preseason. It was like a mini Lamar on offense. I don't know why he's not on the team right now. I know he's on practice squad. Why not just elevate him into the main roster? Because at this point, why not? All right, let's get some difference in there. And number three, I would, this is a dream trade scenario. It'll never happen, but God damn it. Bring Jared Goff into New England. The dude is cooking it for the Lions. I just, oh. He's so good, and if I could just take one guy, no trade repercussions at all, it would be Jared Goff. And number two, just bring him home. Jimmy GQ, man. He's not doing well in Las Vegas. I know he's got his injuries, but, you know, come on. Bring him home. He would be perfect. Bill wanted to get rid of Brady and keep Jimmy G in the first place, so why not just make that happen again? McDaniels doesn't want him, but I do. Okay, so bring him home. Okay. And then number one, Kyle, here's the real kicker. Anybody else? Anybody else at quarterback than Mac Jones? I don't care who it is. I just named fictional characters. I named people who aren't even in the NFL anymore. I think Colin Kaepernick could write a letter into Gillette, and I'd read it and then give it to the Kraft family themselves to get him to even be the quarterback. So literally, anybody else. But Mac Jones is our quarterback for the rest of the season. Please run that list back for the people. All right, a quick rundown of the list. We got number 10, Tom Brady. Number nine, SpongeBob SquarePants. Number eight, Gardner Minshew. Number seven, Cam Newton. Number six, the secret weapon himself, Pablo Sanchez. Number five, legitimately any quarterback prospect for the 2024 draft. Number four, Malik Cunningham. On the practice squad, number three, Jared Goff. Number two, Jimmy GQ, Jimmy Garoppolo. And number one, literally anyone else. So there it is. That's Pitsy's power rankings for the week. Brought to you by Tubby Energy. Oh, let me get the, yeah. (laughs) Heaps. Ow. Bravo. (laughs) Bravo. I don't even have the Gillette is that one because I don't want to dude you think how I want to I am so mad at Patriots Nation right now that I put Spongebob Squarepants in power rankings that's just how furious I am but like doesn't that make sense he absorbs all the contact a he's list. a sponge like I, just, I don't know it just kind of made sense in my head I was like imagine him oh that's great um one one segment here that we definitely have to uh go over um is our our philly dog our dog of the week we gotta we gotta bring into the fold obviously get your philly dog shirt phi apparel company uh pitsy who's your nominee for dog of the week my, my dog of the week it can be any philly athlete right yes oh it's bryson stott that grand slam was fucking electric 
Dude, after Hon. After the crowd is singing his walk-up music, the uh uniform stop silence into the crack of the bat grand slam. I don't know, dude. That's a dog, especially with playoff baseball. It's right October and he made you know it. It's his first career grand slam. And oh, just no way. the I didn't second know Grand Slam in Philly's postseason history. The other is one of our baby boys collectively. Ryan he also, hit a, he also hit a Grand Slam for your Boston Red Sox in the postseason. Oh, it's Schwarberbaum. Shane Victorino. Oh, yeah, Victorino, the Buffalo Soldier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Shane Victorino. God, those uh, man. see now you get me now you get me nostalgic from my own little <laughs> the 2013. That was a moonshot, dude. Oh, uh, yeah, your, yeah, my dog of the week nominee. Bryson's a great one, especially since he also had the RBI to drive in the first run of the game against the Braves. Um, but to give another nominee, I I gotta go with who we talked about, Orion Kirkering. That's a star, man. What a dog to come in. Seventh inning, high leverage as a rookie and shut it down like he did against that Braves offense was just master class, absolute beast. Uh, Orion Kirkering is my dog of the week. Brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. Go get your merch at phiapparel.co. Use code underground for 10% off and get your Philly dog shirt. Uh, to be your own type of dog and unleash your inner dog. Um, we'll also let the people. Uh, we'll, we're gonna start putting polls out for dog of the week every week. Uh, to see what people think. Mm-hmm. Um, one final segment though that we have to address here, Patty Pitts. Uh, mm-hmm. because it's absolutely hilarious. It's brought to you by our pals over at Foco. They have been the best partners, and you already know it, it's for that fandom inside you. They've got everything from baseball to football to basketball to hockey to WWE to entertainment and more. Plus, they've got those nifty, awesome Phillies overalls that they have for every team now. I saw one of your Motor City Kitties rocking Lions overalls this week. Uh, I saw Fletcher Cox rocking Eagles overalls. You can get your own. Link is in the description. Shout out to our awesome pals at FOCO. I've been rocking my Phillies overalls. Everybody loves them when I'm down at the stadium. They are so comfortable. Go get your overalls because I feel like everybody needs overalls are in. Dude, if I came home and I was wearing Detroit Lions overalls. So, no, Kyle, I want to. That's it. not that is not the issue at hand. Mary Ampitz and my they would look at me like I need to be section nine or ten, whatever it is, like mental institute. Like I would they are just like you because I already come home with the wrestling shirts and whatnot, and they just don't get They've it. also they got just, that captain's hat that you need to get. If I came home overalls and a captain's hat, they'd think I was already in the loony bin. I see here's the thing though. I kind of want to do it. Do it. <laughs> I kind of want to do it. Do I'm like the Kermit. I'm like the Kermit meme. Do it. Oh man, I will. I will be a Muppet and absolutely go for it. Like I just, it's. I need it. I, I need it. Like it's the thing. I would video myself doing it, and then walk in and be like, "Mom, look at this. That's my new style." And just her hit 
Four. Just, <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Dude, they are so comfortable. I love wearing them to games. Yeah. People love them. Like, you get, I get complimented so much wearing them. It's unreal. Um, so go go to the link in the description. Get your Phillies overalls for the post. Are they heavy? Not really. Like they they're they're dense like enough that like thing. they're good, but like so soft, so comfortable. Soft. Okay. They I hear overalls. They are... I feel like rough denim. You know what I mean? Like no. Oh, they're, okay. They're great. Very very nice. Like all right. And well worth the price too. So go to the link in the description. Get your Phillies overalls or any gear from foco they are the best shout out to foco for being one of the best partners we have along with all of our partners uh but pitsy i feel like you know you and i specifically have been diving into the world of tiktok for the company a ton yeah, i just got banned for some fucking reason so i made a new one captain hashtag, nonsense button hashtag suspended. free captain nonsense on TikTok. dude captain nonsense just got the boot for no reason so now i have to actually be patty pitts it's tough i have stumbled upon these like ai generated um spongebob rap videos on tiktok <laughs> why am i not getting this i'm i'm going to send you one so you can see it in real time okay because right. it is unreal i gotta find here we go all right i have the phone got it here pulling it up because these videos are absolutely hilarious and they keep popping up on my feed and i can't help but watch them because they're so fucking funny because they sound just like the characters but they're rapping like trap rap oh trap oh my oh here we go all right all right all right good good here we go here we go all right let me take this out Why is Squidward just spitting bars? bars? Like just just bars. Dude, hit a milli rock. I need Squidward with his tentacles to just hit it. There it is. There it is. He's in a milli rock. I just Dude, that is so It's fucking... so funny. I'm following this dude. I don't give It's a so funny, bro. Dude, I dude, I need more content. Squidward <laughs> running around with an AK just shooting people with bikini bottom and just <laughs> It's so gangster. It's so hilarious. Oh my god, that's And so I can't funny. help but watch them. Like they are so funny. Oh like, my god, dude, that's so funny. Oh my god. It's unreal. Like here's a plankton one. A with a brand new homin till that whole pool I'm ready to dime. Pussy got a little actual style and no it's your skin so I got to keep shining. Like cool brick. Rubik's breaking news. SpongeBob is fucking useless. I saw your fucking comments on my fit, bitch. Saying I can't grieve by my bitch, bitch. You fucking fake fans on some bitch shit. I cannot stand like the fucking Paralympics.
I gotta run it back on another one. It's Karen. to go through an entire rabbit hole of just listening it's to absurd <laughs> it's absurd that's insane <laughs> holy shit that is like the tiktok find of the week oh it is God, just dude. absolute scenes that's fucking unbelievable karen just said sandy you a nut slut and a hoe too <laughs> calling out it's like wiling out in bikini bottom it's absurd <laughs> oh like, my god bro that is that that is the funniest shit i've seen this week i'll tell you that <laughs> oh my god dude that's so funny oh man absolute oh. scenes absolute scenes <laughs> i have no more words man that's just incredible that's incredible <laughs> That's all we got for oh, you guys on this is. episode. Make sure you're following us on the socials at Underground PHI to keep up with Philly's playoff baseball, the Birds, the Union, the Sixers and Flyers, everything in between Survivor, obviously. We'll, we'll be having the Survivor content updated. It's a little delayed right now because it comes out on Wednesdays and the past two Phillies postseason games that I have been at or will be at are on Wednesdays. So it's tough. Stand, with, uh, stand by on the Survivor stuff. It will be coming. Uh, be sure to follow us at Underground PHI Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and on Instagram at Pitsy35 and on TikTok at Pat Pitts. Yeah, Pitsy not Captain Nonsense. Not, not a Captain Nonsense. We, are we gotta figure out. We'll figure that out behind the scenes to see what it says and what happened I because i can know. i can still view your profile on tiktok it's not you know what it's i think gone. it is i think i just i think i just put in the wrong password i'm not gonna lie it probably is something so stupid as that maybe so who knows uh follow me on twitter kbizzl311 and kbizzle e11 subscribe to the podcast feed on apple spotify wherever you get your podcasts subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia we're at 560 subscribers let's dance our way to 600 sooner rather than later and uh big thank you to security 21 security systems and paul j gillespie incorporated for their continued support of this podcast and of course we are presented by the city of vineland and whether you're a company looking to expand relocate or you're a new business startup selecting the right location is critical to your success vineland new jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life the city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process and their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100, Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. 
And be sure to get your merch from our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company, phiapparel.co, code underground for 10% off your order. This has been episode number 575 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Pitsy, I'm KB. We'll see you sometime this week for the next episode. We'll see you live from Citizens Bank Park on the socials on Wednesday at 5.07 p.m. Eastern Time. But until then, we're getting the heck up out of here, and we are signing off. Peace.